Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, Thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! Our lead referee, John Adams and Rodney Palin, are the umpires. Our opening tip-off presented by Simpson Farm Enterprises. New and pre-owned sprayers and parts. Visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises, Ransom Hayes, Great Bend, Beloit, and Grand Island, Nebraska. Good to have Dave Schultz with us. He is from the, a couple of years ago, uh, our courtside seat winner from the Tiger Auction. Good to have him aboard for this one here tonight. Nyjah Collier and Olivia Hollenbeck jumping center, and the Tigers win the tat. They're in white, black numbers, gold trim, Fort Hay State and black lettering across the front. Jenny's wearing black with black lettering trimmed in white and white numbers trimmed in red. First possession of the game, Tigers get it to the foul line to Wagner, rifles it to Randall, had that huge game in Claremore. Now Hollenbeck, who didn't play in that one because of a neck injury, back out there. Here's Wagner, five to shoot, right wing, top of the key to West, who bobbles to midcourt. Three seconds, two, heaves it and misses it off the back rim from about 38 feet. That almost went in. She bobbled the pass, so not a good possession to start this one for the Tigers. Central Missouri back the other way. Here's Hackerot, the Goddard product. With the Goddard high, second-year freshman. Takes a couple of dribbles up top to Olivia Nelson there. Outstanding young point guard out of Liberty High in Kansas City. Up top now to Charlie Bovard. Lincoln, Nebraska product. Now Collier. Oh, fell down. She's on the deck and then threw it away. It's loose. Big scramble for it. We're going to have a tie-up. It'll be Jenny's basketball. That was Several had a chance at it. I think it went off the forehead of Hackerot, and the Tigers force a jump ball. It'll stay with Central Missouri. Do you think these two teams are keyed up a little <laughs> bit for this game? <laughs> My kinda, goodness. Kind of has that feel, doesn't it? Central and inbound along their left baseline. The inbound tipped away, and that's a shot clock violation. It was one on the clock. They tried to get it in the lane, and Randall got her hand on it, and Fort A. Stable had the basketball, so a good defensive set. These two teams played three times a year ago. Tigers lost a tough one in Warrensburg, won pretty convincingly here in Hayes, and then lost by four in the regionals in a close game. Central just hit a few shots down the stretch, and the Tigers could. Randall, top of the key now to Hobbs on the left side, man-to-man by the Jennies. Hobbs a couple of dribbles, picks it up, now in trouble, bounces it out high to Whitney. Randy between the circles with eight, and now we have a three-second violation on Hollenbeck. Fort A stayed a little stagnant on the offense so far in the first two possessions. Well, and Fort Hay State is well scouted by the Central Missouri team. Yeah. They know exactly what's being run right now. Central gets it into midcourt. A little pressure by the Tigers. Littrell brings it all the way up the floor and lays it in with the left hand. So the Tigers put on some pressure and Central Missouri breaks it. Now a three from Whitney Randall. Bingo from the left wing. Whitney Randall picks up where she left off on Monday. She scored 23 a season high, and she knocks in the three. She had been really struggling, but has now hit two out of her last three. Forte State has their first lead of the game here early on. There's a pass in low to Literal. Hobbs knocked it away. Oh, they're going to call her for a foul. She's so sneaky. 
Normally does that without fouling, but she gets called with a personal. Yeah, she got her right across the arm, right across both of them, and I think the, the player with the ball came up a little sooner than she was anticipating. Now we have a whistle as Central Missouri is getting set to inbound. Shot clock yep. never got reset. So they're up to put 20 on there. There we go. Nelson will inbound over on the left baseline. Last inbound, got tipped, and now it's stolen by Jaden Hobbs. So Fort A. State forces a turnover. The Tigers have scouted the Jennies pretty well. Here's yep. Wagner. In low to Hollenbach catches. They knock it away from her. It squirts out, and it's stolen by the Jennies. Tigers' second turnover. So Central Missouri back the other way. And then they turn it over. It called for a double dribble. So three turnovers early on for UCM. The Tigers have two. Kind of goes back to the, I don't know if jitter's the right word, but I think maybe a little amped up for both of these teams. Yeah, the the, uh, the emotions have yeah. taken over a little early here. Here's Wagner top of the key, left wing to Jaden Hobbs. Crowd still slowly filing in. Normally it's a big, big crowd for this one, but certainly the weather not as conducive today. Here's Randall. She'll fire a three. That one's good from the right corner. Whitney Randall's hit two three-pointers, and the Tigers lead 6-2. to two. Tigers going to have to get used to taking contested shots in this game because the Central Missouri defense is excellent right now. Here's Littrell over here on the left wing. They only play about seven. They are not very deep this year. Littrell picks up her dribble and almost threw it away. Hollenbeck knocks it to the deck. She dives. It's saved by Collier. Big scramble to midcourt. Now a three-pointer from Bolverde is good. Well, Fortes could not come up with a loose basketball. And now they'll get up the floor quickly, and Hollenbeck will lay it in. Well, I'm not so sure that shouldn't have been a travel on Collier because she was laying down yeah. with the ball and then sat up, so she improved her position. At least on the high school level, I know that that's, that's always considered a travel. That's a travel to college level, too. They may have missed that one. Bovair just hit that three, has a left wing in front of the Tiger bench, cross court to Collier. She can shoot threes, but doesn't there. Out high to Hackerod. Now they'll go to Nelson, who touches her nose for the offensive set. Gets a screen, dribbles to the right lane, can't shoot over Hollenbeck, kicks it out to Hackerod for a three. Clank short, and Olivia there for the rebound. Plays it ahead to Hobbs. Jaden wants to run, fires it up the floor. Randall has it left wing, pump fakes, will now drive in low and get fouled. That is where she's dangerous when she's hitting that three. You have to honor it. Now she'll get two free throws. And not just one three-pointer. She's hit both of them. She hit a wide-open one in transition. She hit the one from the corner that was contested. And so now she's in transition, and the players know what they're going to have to do. And sometimes it, sports are funny because sometimes when you're in that situation because you know that the person guarding you is a good defender, they're going to do what they're supposed to, close out on you to not take away the three, you know that as a player, and you can take advantage. Randall clanks the first free throw short. Second one goes in. So Whitney has seven of the Tigers' nine here. And Fort A. State has a 9-5 to five lead. Central Missouri quickly up the floor. Littrell can't score. The ball squirts free, and it's taken away by Katie Wagner. And they quickly want to bring it back the other way. Randall, or Wagner, I should say, shuffles it out to Hobbs. Now back to Wagner. Working left wing. Can't score from 14. It's rebounded by Central Missouri. Hit short and skimmed across the rim. Nelson up the floor to Collier. She'll fire a three and hit it. Nigel Collier. She's a 37% three-point shooter. 
their bigs can step out and shoot the threes, and we got a one-point Tiger lead at 9-8. to eight. Well, she never was taken out of her rhythm. She was able to catch that and step right into it. She's been struggling here the last couple of games. She's been a walking double-double to start this year. In fact, second most double-doubles in the country for Collier. Here's Lauren West on the left wing, top of the key now to Hollenbeck. Fires on the side, knocked away, but stayed by Randall. Now Randall had it poked away from behind, and Fort A. State turns it over. Their third turnover, and Central Missouri can take the lead. Nelson brings it up the far sideline, gets cut off by Randall. Now points out high and plays it to Hackerot. She'll dump it over here on the right wing to Bovaird, who had a three a moment ago. Back up top to Collier, far side Nelson, guarded by West. Now Hackerot has it left wing, 12 to shoot for the Jennies. Tigers in a man-to-man. Hollenbeck on Hackerot, who gets cut off. Now flips it up top to Littrell. Hollenbeck switches out on her, and out of a cutting. Nelson and has lost it out of bounds. They're going to say last touch by Lauren West. It did a good job to take away that layup. There'll be one on the Jenny shot clock, and we'll have a timeout first. 4.43 to go here in the first quarter. Tigers 9, Central Missouri 8 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Our first quarter brought to you by Bud Light for the fans. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today, and remember to drink responsibly. Also brought to you by the Taco Shop. You know the number, 625-7114. You can dine in or use the Taco Shop app for contactless delivery. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so good. 9-8 Tigers. 4.43 to go here in the first. Tigers shooting 3 of 5. Central Missouri 3 of 5, and they get it in and get a layup. One on the shot clock. Last time the Tigers knocked it away. This time Bovaird catches and scores, and it's a 5 uh, to nothing run by Central Missouri, and they have their first lead now, or second lead, at 10 to 9. Jesse Salick into the ballgame, in for Hollenbeck. We'll see how many minutes Olivia goes tonight. Randall. In low to Wagner, turn around jumper, left it short for the right baseline, and it was rebounded by Brooke Luttrell, or Luttrell, I should say. She's got a top of the key, pump fakes on a three, tries to drive, gets cut off by Salik. Top of the key to Nyjah Collier, cross-court pass, picked off by Jaden Hobbs. She'll go to the other end and hit the layup. So Jaden Hobbs, good anticipation there of a cross-court pass. And four-day state is back on top, 11-10. to 10. Tigers get a warning for, I believe, not allowing the ball to go through the hoop. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I don't think a Tiger, I don't think it was a tiger that yeah, did it. Yeah, I don't think so. That's you hear the reaction of the crowd. Four-day state brings in Sidney Bergman for the first time. So they've already gone seven deep. Central is yet to sub, and they don't play many. There's a pass in low to Collier, guarded by Salik. Collier... Nearly shuffled her feet, goes into that lane, misses a runner, gets her own rebound, and it's now loose on the deck. We'll have a tie-up to go to Fort A. State. Collier is so good on the offensive glass. She's so quick. That's where she makes a lot of her money right there rebounding, but Fort A. State able to force a tie-up. She's so good, but she's also one of the few players, it seems like, anymore that just doesn't walk underneath the hoop to rebound. And And she's good enough at jumping. She doesn't go over somebody's back. She doesn't make contact to get the ball. Tigers held her to single figures until the regional game where she scored 11. Here's Salik top of the circle, dribbles at the free throw line, right side to Hobbs. She'll fire up a three, and she knocked it in. Fort A. State with three threes here in the first quarter. Hobbs with five, and it's 14 to 10. Fort A. State back on top by four. It's their third four-point lead of the first quarter. Bovaire plays it around the horn, gets it in low to 
Collier trying to post up on Hollenbeck. Now threw it away. She tried to kick it out over the left wing to Hackerot and threw it out of bounds. Over Hackerot's head, over the bench's head, and into the seats. Two of the last three passes that she has thrown have been turnovers. One was a layup by Jaden Hobbs. That one out of bounds. You want Collier passing the ball because she wants to shoot. Here's Salik Tavlik. He tried to go and load a Wagner but couldn't get it to her. Now Hobbs has it right wing. In the right corner, Wagner holds it high above her head, puts it on the floor, heads to the lane, now kicks it up top to Randall. Little pump fake by Whitney. Off to the right, six to shoot, gets to the rim, and can't get the runner to go. Rebound, foot for it, it went off of a Jenny. And there's, oh boy, there's an injured Jenny, Cade Hackerot. Boy, Central Missouri, and this does not look good. There was, she's holding her left ankle, it looks like. There was a lot of bodies going for that basketball. It looked like she may have landed on somebody's foot. And This is a Central Missouri team that, again, not very deep. They play seven, but they're, they have three players who are top five in the country for minutes played. Hackerod, a great player, yeah. Goddard High School. So she was guarding Wagner there. Yeah, two from the Wichita area going at it. Hackerod was a, 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 primarily a post player. In high school, Hayes High played against them in a sub-state championship game a few years ago and, and was an excellent post player, but you kind of felt like, and I think she knew that at 5'11", you're, you're not going to play in this league at the post very much. She's handled the ball more in the first, what, five and a half minutes of this game than I saw her in the entire game at that sub-state championship all those years ago. She's gingerly walking off the floor with help from their head athletic trainer, so... Tough luck there for Hackerod, and so the Jennies, very thin to begin with, will bring in Allie Vigil, a 5'11", second-year freshman out of Piper High in Kansas City. Two points a game. Hackerod averaged about eight. So Fort A. State has the ball, inbound to Bergman, and can't score, but is fouled. Her shot hit the rim twice and bounced out. She'll get a couple of free throws. And the person laughing about that whole sequence the most, Sidney Bergman. <laughs> She even got a good chuckle out of the fact that it wouldn't go in. So the foul is on Charlie Beauvert. That'll be her first. And the free throw from Sydney is good. That's her first point of the game. The honorable mention all MIAA pick a year ago. Averaging five points, four boards. She's 11 of 14 from the line this year and knocks in the second. So two more points for the Tigers. They're on a 7 to nothing run and lead by six. Their largest lead. Here's Collier up the floor. Plays it over here on the near side to V-Hill. Freshman now back to Collier. Let's see if this alters how Central Missouri goes. And a steal by Bergman, then it's taken right back by Latrell. Now dumps it over here on the near side to V-Hill. She'll dribble to the foul line, out high to Olivia Nelson. Ten to shoot for the Jennies. Nelson trying to probe from the left side, backs it back out. Now attacks again, and Bergman fouled her. She got to turn the corner on Sydney, who tried to slow her down, and Shot misses, but Bergman gets her first. Sydney bit on just a little bit of a head and shoulder fake, even though that the player still had the dribble. And once you get that defender just going up just a little bit onto their toes, that is when you can blow by and, and get situations like this. Nelson hits the free throw, 79% on the year. She is, and she is so good with those head, neck, shoulder. I mean, yeah. she fakes with every part of her body and so good with that. And, it's the free throw. 16-10, Tigers with the lead. That ends a 7-0 Tiger run. Second foul shot is also good. So it's 16-11 to now 
Four-day state by five. A little over two minutes to go here in the first quarter. Brought to you by Bud Light. For the fans, enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today. And remember to drink responsibly. Here's Hobbs. Fires it up top to Wagner. Now right wing Bergman. In low Salik. Turnaround jump. Hook. She knocked it in. What a shot from Cindy or from um, Jesse Salik. That was impressive. Her first bucket. 18 to 11 Tigers. You know, that little fadeaway hasn't been as money as it's been in the past. So why not go to the old Dr. J hook, right? Why not? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would have been proud. Here's a three-pointer from Littrell. Is good. She's knocked a couple of them in today. Actually, that's her first. Collier, uh, Collier had the other one. So it is now 18-15, and just like that, three-point game. Central Missouri's knocked in three threes. Four days, both are three of four from three today. Wagner time of the key. Dribbles off to the left, hands it off to Hobbs. Pump fakes a three, now goes to the foul line. She tried to play it in low to Rand. Wagner couldn't score it. Now Wagner gets the offensive rebound. I don't know how. Yeah, here's Randall driving. She doesn't score. Rebound by the Tigers. I couldn't see who that was. It was Bergman, but she was too far under the basket and missed it off the bottom of the backboard. It's rebounded by Central Missouri. Maybe a ball doesn't lie type of possession yeah. there because Katie Wagner probably Man, went over the way with one. Yeah, here's a drive by Nelson. Kicks it out of the side to V Hill. Now to Collier in the high post. Still in the high post. Dribbles. Shoots. Blocked by Salik. Collier gets it back. Jump hook. Good. No well, help you, on the rebound. You block the shot, but don't get the rebound. Now it's a one-point game. 18-17. Fort A. State had a lead of 16 to 10 and 18 to 11. And now six straight for the Jennies. 21 seconds left until the quarter break. 18-17 Tigers. Central unranked. They are 9-5. and five. They've played a brutal schedule. Fifth toughest in all of Division Two. Nine seconds ago, Hobbs off a screen, dribbles left wing. Out high to Randall. Randall on her tippy toes. Plays it to Bergman, and they don't get the shot away. The shot clock was about two seconds less than the game clock, and Fort A. State doesn't get it away. And now Central Missouri a chance to take the lead at the quarter break as uh, Dill Saver will come in for Katie Wagner. I think the Tigers were anticipating the quarter end and not the shot clock. I think you're exactly right. Inbound was the pressure. Comes to V Hill. She'll heave it from three quarters court, and it's short, and that'll be the end of the first. Tigers have led by as many as seven. They're up by one right now. Tigers 18, Jenny's 17. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Fort A. State basketball brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. That's the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team positions for Fort A. State Athletics. Tigers shooting 46%, 6 of 13, and drop there toward the end. Central, 6 of 10 from the floor, 3 of 4 from 3, and they've hit both free throws, and the Jennies have the ball down by a 1 as we start the second quarter. Here's Boulevard. And we see Hackrot moving up further on the bench. They taped her ankle. Looks like she may be able to return. Nelson will dribble across the lane and throw it away. She tried to fire it to Littrell, who was setting up here in the right corner for a three, but fired it over her head. And the Jennies have their seventh turnover of this first half. And a number of them unforced. Yeah. I mean, just really bad passes. Forday State had four in that opening frame. Tigers with the ball up by one. They've led by as many as seven. Here's Dill Saver on the right wing. Puts it on the floor. Dribbles to the elbow. Now on the side to Hobbs. Top of the key. Salik had it slip through her hands. And Hill steals it. And then Salik fouls trying to get the ball back. So kind of a double whammy there. Mishandled the pass and then picks up the foul. The Tigers only have 
five turnovers themselves, and a number of those are unforced. So Central has the ball. Again, we'll try to take the lead. 18-17 Tigers. Nelson throws it up top to Beauvert. They beat Emporia 83-49 in their last game. It wasn't that close. It wasn't. Yeah, right. It was 28-8 after one. Hornets did not want to be a part of that one. Here's Beauvert, top of the key, Nelson, in low, literal, and she'll lay it in. Boy, she's good near the rim. The 6'2", second-year freshman out of Green City, Missouri, with nine already. And Central Missouri has the lead back, 19-18. They have scored the last eight points in this one. Tigers can't score near the rim, rebounded by Nelson. It's a one-on-two. She'll peel off to the left wing, now to a cutting, and travel is called. It was either going to be a charge or a travel. I think that's the right call. Collier shuffled her feet anticipating contact as she ran over Hobbs. It'll be a turnover and a break for Central Missouri because that would have been a personal. Yeah, uh, Collier didn't like the call, but the alternative was, was the foul. charge. Yeah. And, and Tigers are going to make a, a substitution. And one of those is Sydney Bergman coming out of the game. Literal scored because that was the matchup. She's much bigger than what Sydney Bergman is, so that's where Lauren West comes back in. West Galladay, Hollenbeck is in, Wagner and Dill Saver. So Wagner, the only starter, I guess West, the other starter. Here's Dill Saver from the corner, short on a three, rebound tipped around. Hollenbeck got her hand on it, but Olivia Nelson pulls it away for the Jennies, and they have it back up by one, 19-18. Here's a three-pointer from Littrell, and it's good. A dozen for Littrell, her second three. And it's an 11 to nothing run for Central Missouri, and now they steal it, but they lose it out of bounds. It was knocked away by Littrell, and boy, Fort A State got that lead up to seven, and they've kind of been on cruise control since, and it's not been a good thing as Megan Ernie's going to come in for Lauren West. Well, and they have missed five straight shots in that run here by Central Missouri. Jetty's four of five from three. They lead 22-18. They have not won here under Dave Slifer. The last time the Jennies won in the Coliseum, 2010. Here's the three from Galladay. That one's good. They left her open on the left wing, and Sydney Galladay has her third three of the year. And four-day stake gets it to within one, 22 to 21. That's their fourth three. They're four for seven. So both teams shooting it well from beyond the arc. Littrell trying to post up on Ernie and low to Collier, and Collier there to lay it in. That's her seventh point. 24-21 Jennings. Boy, their half-court offense has been good today. Dill Saver, pump fakes, dribbles in left wing, bounces it in low to Hollenbeck, who can't score, and it's rebounded by the Jennings. Hill crabs it. Gets it out ahead to Nelson. Central by three in the basketball. Top of the key, Hill left side, literal. Now to Collier on the left elbow. Holds it at her hip, little pump fake, trying to drive on Hollenbeck, gets in low, and left it short. Rebound tipped on the deck, and Ernie grabs it and is fouled by Collier, who kind of hip-checked her. Well, and Forte State has got to get this figured out in that when she misses a shot, which isn't often, she's going after the rebound. Collier's going to go after the ball hard. Somebody's got to box her out, and it hasn't happened yet. Washburn kept a body behind her, made her shoot over a body, then boxed her out and really contained her. Here's Ernie from the corner and knocking in a three-pointer right in front of the Jenny's bench. Megan Ernie, who hit only one of five on Monday, knocks her first one in today, and we're tied at 24. Those two people pretty far down on the scattering report for Central Missouri hitting the threes with Galladay and Ernie. V-Hill plays it out high to Littrell. Dribbles top of the key and threw it away. Picked off by Dill Saver. She'll race to the other end, right-handed layup. Spins around and goes in. 
Kate Dilsaver with her first basket. And just like that, it's 26-24, four-day state. But they've done a good job anticipating that cross-court pass. And Central Missouri just got introduced to Kate Dilsaver's speed. She yeah. out-dribbled everybody that was running down the court. Here's a drive by Nelson. Gets to the rim, but too strong on the layup attempt. And Galladay the rebound. Galladay, a little cross-court move. Fires it up the floor. Gets it to Dilsaver. Pump fakes a three. Wrap around Hollenbeck. Shot no good off the backboard. Olivia got a little bit deep. Had a decent look, but it went off the backboard. It's rebounded by Central Missouri. As we see Whitney Randall heading back to the scores table. Tigers making this run with Randall and Hobbs on the bench. Nelson time with the key, pounds it on the floor, trying to find a teammate and an entry pass to Collier, knocked away by Hollenbeck, but Nyjah Collier gets it back. Now Littrell has it, dribbles in left wing, had it knocked out of bounds. Off of the Tigers, they say. Tony Hobson saying it should be the other way. It's a good call. From from the angle that I was at, and I was at the same angle that the official that ultimately made the call, one of the Tigers stuck a hand out and just got a piece of it. Nelson's got an inbound on the short corner on the baseline, threw it away. Oh, they're going to say the ball a kick. Tigers got it knocked away, but apparently kicked it. So Central will try it again. Four days been, on the shot clock too. They've been good on the, other than the one layup, they've been really good on entry passes today on the inbounds. Nelson needs to hurry to avoid a five count, just barely does, but the inbound stolen by Wagner. That is ten turnovers for Central Missouri in the first half. Ernie up top, Wagner. Now back to Ernie in the right corner where she buried that three a moment ago. Here's Galladay out high. Over to Wagner, doesn't shoot. Now to Ernie, open for three. That one's going to be short, and Nyjah Collier tips the rebound to herself. The first one by Ernie was pretty flat. That one was even more so. (laughs) That barely got to the rim. So Nelson's got to trot it up the floor of the Liberty, Missouri product, telling her team to line up down on the baseline. Now they'll get in their set. Collier comes out to the right elbow, plays it in low to Littrell, and the pass is stolen by Katie Wagner. Wagner up the floor, leads the break over to Galladay left wing. Sydney holds it above her head, takes a dribble, now wraps it back to Wagner on the left wing. Down to a cutting deal. Saver, who missed the layup. Boy, great execution until the shot. A little bit too strong. Maybe anticipating more contact than there was. Yeah, anticipating contact and not in that situation playing off of two feet. Because if you're going to anticipate the contact, you're going to have to go through somebody to do it. Pass over the top of Ernie, caught by Littrell, who lays it in. And Littrell has 14 points here in this first half. We're tied at 26. It's our second tie of the game. In low, Randall can't score with a sweeping runner with the left hand, and it's rebounded by the Jennies. Bergman and Hobbs waiting to check in for four-day state where a little over four minutes to go here in the first half. Next dead ball will be a media timeout. Nelson over on the right wing trying to probe against Dill Saver but can't. Now kicks it over to Littrell. Little jab step. Cut off by Ernie. Now Nelson gets it. Dribbles baseline. Pass deflected by Wagner. Stolen away by Ernie. A dozen turnovers for Central Missouri. Four-day state with 12 points off turnovers so far in the first half. I think Gil Saver hurt herself on that pass. I think you're right. Here's a long jumper. It's a two-pointer put in by Katie Wagner. Wagner with her first bucket. A little left-wing jumper. 28-26 Tigers. Gil Saver staying in there. Here's a pass out high to Charlie Bovaird. She hit a three early on. Now Collier has it right wing, guarded by Randall. Up top to Hill. They've only played six so far. Bovaird up top to Collier, nine to shoot. Collier top of the circle, flips it over to V Hill. She'll bring it out high, guarded by Wagner. Step back, three-pointer. 
No good off the backboard. The rebound run down by Galladay. 28-26 Tigers. Sydney into the front court. Ernie right wing. In the corner, Dill Saver. Dribbles baseline. Up top, Galladay. Open for a three. Count it. Sydney Galladay's second three of the quarter. 31-26. Tigers by five. Really thought Central Missouri would take a timeout there to force the media break. Tigers are 6 of 10 from beyond the arc. 2.38 to go. We have yet to have the media timeout. Now Nelson drives in for the layup, her first field goal. 31-28. Been a long time without a break in this second quarter. Here's Wagner time with the key. Over to Ernie. Now on the side, Dill Saver. Still lob at left wing. Galladay pumps up, fakes on a three, now moves inside the arc, misses the 18-footer, and the rebound by Central Missouri's Brooke Littrell. 2.12 to go. We still have not had the under-five media timeout. Forte stayed up by three, but the Jennies have the ball. Here's Nelson blasting down the lane, but missing the layup. Rebounded by Galladay, then Littrell, uh, Nelson tripped off the over the official. Here's Wagner. It's a five-on-four over to Ernie. She'll fire a three. Too strong. Rebound Collier. I don't know if you've ever seen a game that's gone this long without the media timeout. I think the last break was 8-17. Wow. Nope, take that back. 5-37. Okay. Here's a drive by Nelson. Collier has it in the circle. Fires an 18-footer. It is rimming around and going in. Nigel Collier with nine. 31-30 Fort Hayes State. A minute 28 to go here in the first half. Galladay into the front court. Long stretch without Hobbs, and the Tigers hanging in there all right. Ernie plays it left wing to Galladay, gets a screen from Randall, tried to go over the top to Randall, threw it away. Sixth turnover for Fort A. State, their second of the quarter. A minute 10 left until halftime, 31-30. Fort A. State by one, the Jennings with the ball. Nelson hands it off to Beauvaird. Cross-court pass now to Littrell. Dribbles on Galladay, gets cut off on the elbow, trying to play it to a cutting Nyjah Collier that's picked off by Katie Wagner. Wagner brings it into the front court, stops on the side. Galladay open, doesn't shoot, inload to Randall, and can't muscle one in, but draws a foul, and we'll get two free throws. But first, we'll have a timeout. 48.3 seconds to go until halftime. Tigers 31, Jenny's 30. One minute break on the Tigers Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Budweiser, the great American lager. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud today and remember to drink responsibly. Tiger basketball also presented by Golden Bell Bank. Here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at goldenbellbank.com. It's past 10 seconds, four-station identification. This is four-day state women's basketball. Been a back-and-forth game. Fort A. State shooting 41%, but they're 6 of 11 from 3. The Jennies shooting 60%, 12 of 20. They're 4 of 6 from 3. Tigers 3 of 4 from the line. The one miss from Whitney Randall, who had 1 for 2 a moment ago. She'll be shooting a pair right here. 31-30. Fort A. State the lead. They've led by as many as 7, and Randall hits the free throw. So she has 8 and is 2 of 3 from the line. She'll try to make it a three-point game with 48 seconds to go. And the free throw spins around and misses. 32-30. Tigers by two. Jenny's had the ball. Here's Nelson up the floor. Gets a screen. West was tripped unintentionally. That leaves the player open, and Hill misses a three. And Wagner there for another rebound. She's been all over the glass. Well, officially, it's only her third rebound. It just feels like she's had so many steals. 
West will have it. There's about two seconds difference on the game and shot clock, which was a problem at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, they paid attention to the quarter clock and not the shot clock. Shot clock at 12. Nelson gets bumped down. They don't call anything. West fires it to a leaping Bergman. Now to Hobbs. Another Jenny hits the deck. Hobbs from 17, way short. Rebound fought four, and Randall got it, can't score. And that'll be the end of the first half. Two Jennies hit the deck. Dave Slidemer thought they should have been charges. Tigers couldn't score it, and they'll go to the locker room leading 32-30. to Yeah, both of them could have been called flops and could have had warnings. Yep, exactly. 32 to 30. Fort A State leads the Jennies by two here at halftime. We will take a break. Our, next, our Bank of Hayes halftime show is next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Not a big crowd tonight. Of course, students still away. Classes have not resumed. And a very chilly night. Glad to have you with us here on the Tiger Sports Network. Fort A State by two. And have the basketball here to start quarter number three. Galladay will start. Randall, Wagner, Hollenbeck, and Hobbs. Lauren West will come off the bench as she did the other day. Here's Galladay out high. Played well in that first half. Over the Hobbs on the left wing. Lobs it over the top. Hollenbeck trying to post up on Collier. Can't shoot it. Out to Hobbs. Nine to shoot. And we have a whistle. And what do we have? Some problems I think with there's the, a, uh, somebody slipped. Yeah, there's, they were working on a slick spot, and they've had some trouble in that very same part of the floor all year long. They thought they got it solved earlier before the Christmas break with a different cleaning solution, but obviously Hollenbeck slipped. You go back to that Carney game, went, uh, Katie Wagner was driving in for a layup and slipped in the paint, didn't score. It was a turnover. That would have... I think given the Tigers the lead is about the two-minute mark, so it has been a problem and has had an impact in games as they continue to try to and one of them that is whatever the problem is up. And one of them doing it is, and doing the majority of the work right now, is Talia Cars. And I imagine that the thought process is somewhere along the lines of, be a coach, they said. <laughs> It'll be fun, they said. Yeah. You'll have, you'll have people to do these type of things for you. You're not, you're not going to have to get down in high heels and a, and a jacket to clean the floors in the middle of a game? Be a and, coach, they said. Well, and, and all I'm going to say for Talia is Paige Lunsford sitting right next to her. <laughs> and, and not, you know, But there's a hierarchy. I guess Talia could have passed it off the page, but apparently decided, I want to get it done. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. Our set, third quarter is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today. And remember to drink responsibly. They're still wiping up. Around, it's around the paint area, so around the left block, yeah, and left then they came block. high lane on the right side to do the same thing. Nine on the shot clock. So, and we, Kate uh, Kate Hackerot did come out and start this second half. She was warming up between uh, at the end of the half and still limping a little bit, but they taped up that left ankle, and she's able to at least give it a go here in the third quarter. So they continue to. Work on the floor and wipe up. It's not a perspiration thing. Right. There's something that's just making the floor slick. And there was no issues with it in the first half. No. And there was plenty of action down in that area of the floor in that first half. In fact, Nyjah Collier, I think, got all of her rebounds right about where that was. And nobody has fallen during that time to to start this up. Just, I don't know. I don't know if it's the the gym, the Coliseum reaches a certain temperature and it starts to 
make whatever it is rise up. Now Matt Cook is getting involved. So well, you know it's you serious, know it's serious now. now. Matt's involved. I mean, they're getting after it. So both teams went back to the front of their benches. I guess of all times, if it's going to happen, 22 seconds into the yeah. half is the time to have this pause as opposed to, you know, some stage of the fourth quarter where everything's getting real intense. And they refinished the floor this summer, so it's it's got a new a new stain and all of the things that go along with that, and not sure if that has had any issues or not as to why, but they are. Well, you can see the, the yeah. official went out there to kind of test it, and he put his, his foot, foot down slides. and just sl slipped right out underneath of him. So rare to see. You just don't see this very often in basketball. but At any level. Yeah, really. It appears that maybe Olivia Hollenbeck's going to give it a go with her shoes and see if she can get some traction. Well, if anybody is going to be an expert at it, it's <laughs> her because she's the one that just slipped on it, her and Collier. And Collier was doing it on the other end. Leader referee, Lorenzo Alvarez, talking with Talia Cars. Now, now <laughs> Dave Slifer coming down to chat with Jaden Hobbs, who's waiting to inbound, and a nice round of applause now, for Talia, who did a lot of work there to get this floor hopefully ready to resume. Now, Dave Slifer was, will he, have said something to Jaden Hobbs, like there's no way he just came down there oh, to say hi. Oh, no, he was <laughs> – I know a lot of fans. He's very demonstrative. He's one of my favorite coaches. Yep. Oh, what a pass underneath from Galladay. And somehow Central Missouri lost track of Whit Katie Wagner, who is wide open for an uncontested layup, 34-30, to four-day stay by four. I'm watching Kate Hackrush. She's not going to be able to go long in this yeah. game. She's going to fire up a three. That was a little bit strong. Yeah, she's hardly able to run. And it's rebounded by Jaden Hobbs. Jaden up the floor over to Galladay, right corner. Takes a dribble back to Jaden. Out high to Randall. Little pump fake. Randall time with the key back to Jaden. 19 to go. Pass underneath. Hollenbeck can't score. Got it back. Then it's blocked by Hackerot. But it comes out in the hands of Katie Wagner. 18 to shoot. Olivia didn't go up strong that time and didn't get the layup to go. Zone defense by Central Missouri. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Wagner left elbow, hands it off to Hobbs. Jaden high lane, doesn't shoot. Kicks it up top. Galladay needs to hurry. Two, one, scoop layup good. Sydney Galladay with eight. Ties her season high right at the shot clock. And Fort A State leads 36-30. to 30. If she goes with anything but the scoop layup, she doesn't get a good a shot off or really maybe a shot at all. Scoreboard has it 34-30. to 30. We have it 36-30. to 30. Yeah, it should be 36. There, they got it up there. Here's Collier inside. Can't score over Hollenbeck, but Olivia kind of lowered her arm a little bit, picks up a foul. Boy, Collier just really puts the pressure on you defensively. She is so crafty, so quick with a jump. And Olivia had her hand straight up, but then she kind of lowered him, and that's going to be a foul almost every time. Collier, a 79% foul shooter up there for the first time today. She has nine points, and her free throw spins out. That was just the third attempt of the game for Central Missouri. They're two for three. I think some of the Fort Hayes bench was a little, a little leery of this call because that hasn't been called no. all game. 
Second one is good. Central Missouri, third best free throw shooting team in the conference. They are top ten in the nation in free throw attempts and free throws made. They get to the line a lot, but so far only three so far tonight. Tigers up by five in the ball. Here's Hobbs out high. Picked up by Bovaird. Now Galladay, who's played well, she'll attack the high post. Doesn't shoot it. Kicks it over to Randall. Make that Wagner who drives in and charges. Ran over Hackerrod in the lane and picks up the foul. That'll be her first. Second on four-day state. Kate Hackerrod just grimaces while she's walking. I mean, it, it is a fair amount of pain that she's in with that, with that ankle. And so not a bad idea to try to make her get the ball in her hands and make her move. Central has played six tonight. Hackerrod has been hurt, or they may have only played five. She's going to bring it up the floor. She's giving, she's gutting it out. Here's a pass out high to Bovaird. Now to Collier on the far left wing, guarded by Hollenbeck. Draws Hollenbeck out from under the paint. Nelson tried to go inside, threw it away. She has five assists, but now six turnovers. Forte State back the other way. Wagner stole it. Hobbs kicks it over to Randall left wing. Whitney can't shoot it. Gets it back up top to Hobbs. Now in the lane. It's Holland back, and there's a jumper that goes in. Banked it on the glass over Collier. And Olivia Hollenbeck has her second bucket, 38-31. Fort A. State by seven and matches their biggest lead of the game, not quite three minutes into the third. Well, Hollenbeck went to a secondary move that time. She gave a little shimmy to the inside and then went back baseline. Everything else that Olivia's tried to do tonight has been one move and attack the rim, and now starting to get the feel of Collier a little bit here. Central Missouri calls a timeout. Littrell got it in the lane, and I don't know what she was trying to do. A jump hook that missed everything. She was trying to draw a foul. Well, yeah, and now Dave Dave Slifer having some words for Olivia Nelson, who just threw that ball away earlier. Timeout with 7.04 to go in the third. 38-31 Tigers on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Forte State basketball brought to you by BTI, your John Deere dealer, Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest, City of Pratt, BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Our third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice cold Michelob Ultra today and remember to drink responsibly. Tigers have the ball. They are up 38 to 31 with 7.04 to go here in the third. Tigers have had a good start to the second half. They've outscored the Jennies 6-1. And a hold up for something. I think even Dave Slifer's wanting to know what yeah. the you, you mentioned this earlier, Gerard, and and how he is demonstrative when he when he when he coaches. Very animated. I'll say animated even more than demonstrative. Yeah, he's more but, animated. But he is one of the really good guys in the MIAA. Yeah. And when, when Fort Hayes State beats uh, Central Missouri, was that in uh, whichever the regionals it was? It was just after Central Missouri had won the, the national championship. I was at the media room as the teams are changing over, and the players are, you know, telling each other good job. And then as, as Dave Slifer is walking by, the last thing that he says to the players is, go get another one for the MIAA. He didn't have to say that. No. And, and and that had been a hotly contested game again. I just he, – he, he coaches hard, and he wants to win every game. But off the court, he is one of the guys that you like talking to. Mel Churchman was that way for Northwest Missouri State. Yes. And we're under a delay again. I don't know if this is still a floor thing or not. I think not. it is, the but, way they're looking at it. But the uh, Mel Churchman was that way with Northwest Missouri State. Ran across him at the MIAA basketball tournament in the uh, – 
in the hotel. He has no reason to yeah. know who I am. And he knew. And, and talked to my kids in the elevator and my wife. And then we ran into him a year later. He remember, remembered my wife's name and my two daughter's names. There are some really good people in this conference. And that's probably one of the things, I don't know about other conferences, but it's one of the things I really like about the MIAA is there are some really good people associated with this. And, yes, they want to beat you as bad as what everybody wants Fort Hayes to beat them. But it is, it is enjoyable to be around a lot of these people in the MIAA. Dave Slifer is certainly one of those guys. And, again, working in the paint area, it's under the Tigers' basket. So they're wiping the floor again, trying to get whatever the slick spots are up. So we've had our second floor delay, if you will, here at the Coliseum. And uh, gives us a chance to hit the bottom of the hour to pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is four-day state women's basketball. Well, we're ready to go. They brought out a broom and kind of or a, a mop. It had a rag that was wet. I think hey, they're doing is trying to get the floor dried there because they may have put a different cleaning agent. Tigers have the ball up by seven. It matches their biggest lead of the game. They had a seven-point lead late in the first quarter before the Jennies came back to get it within one. Now they leave Hobbs open top of the key and Jaden hits her second three. She has eight. 41-31. Tigers by ten and then the Tigers knock the ball away from Nelson in midcourt to go out of bounds to Fort A. State. And Nelson gets called for a foul trying to get it back and that'll be her first. Well, you can tell this lack of depth for Central Missouri. They're just not as aggressive on the defensive end and Fort A. State has the ball up by 10 right now. And Dave Slifer is near midcourt. Yeah. And, and whatever it is, the, the far side official shook his head almost in agreement with Slifer and maybe questioning on who the foul was actually on. I, I don't know. But whatever it is, it, it was not enough to need to tee him up. I mean, maybe he wants everybody to check the floor well, I, again. He might be upset about that. Maybe he felt they slipped. I oh, think that's what yeah. it was. I think he said... This is the reason for the contact was yeah, the because she slipped. So that that's yeah that's what Dave Slifer's saying is like the floor is too slick. Boy, with COVID taking whole order, you got to find a way to get this game in. Have you ever seen one postponed or suspended because the floor was too slick? But well, that's, other than sometimes if they're over a hockey rink, that you can see the condensation sometimes, but. That's exactly what the holdup was about. Gerard, it, we're making up for that long stretch of second quarter where there was no stoppage yes. of play and we got ahead of schedule. They're gonna, they're going to send the teams to the bench and I think they're going to rip mop, mop this floor again. Brad Haynes, associate athletic director. So they've got. Some wet towels and a mop, and they're going to do some work on the floor. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this. No. So. Trying to wipe down that paint area, the lane area under the Tigers' basket seems to be the area of most concern. Well, right now, um, our, our producer back at the Tiger network studio uh, Jeff Liker letting us know that in his opinion if he gets a vote that the player of the game is the gym floor 
Okay, well, I don't know if the gym floor is the player of the game. The gym floor seems to be having some problems right now. Well, it's winning the game right now. Well, it is. So they've mopped it with some towels, and now they're trying to dry. And now they got a lot of folks out there trying to work on that area. Well, time for some half-court basketball. Got to take it past the three-point line to reset it. Lincoln hanging with Carney. There's five and a half to go in the third, 38-29. Nine-point lead for the Lopers, who lead the MIAA. Central Oklahoma with 5.20 to go in the third, leading Northeastern 40-25. to That's the Riverhawks' first game back. They had the COVID issue, so they did not play Fort A. State or Kearney this weekend on Saturday and Monday. Two games postponed because of COVID. Emporia State having some issues. Their game with Western not happening tonight. And Roger State, who was already shorthanded, their game with Newman not happening tonight as well. There's getting to the time of the year where are you going to be able to well, make everything up? And the MIAA was pretty adamant about getting everything in last year, and they did. I think the concern now is last year they had kind of a plan. I don't know if the, as far as if you had X amount of players, mainly seven who can play, you go. And I don't know that that's been fully upheld. Then you have a team like Washburn who's got like 19 on their roster. So, I mean, what what constitutes not being able to play? I think that's the that'll be where the league may have to step in and trying to find dates. The four-day state, the men with Lincoln having a trouble right now. I mean, that's the next challenge. When do you make up that game? Four-day state lost the game with Colorado School of Mines on the men's side, and that probably isn't going to be made up. There's just when you get into conference play, it's harder. There's less open dates. You're going to, have to be playing a lot of games in a short period of time. Lincoln's going to have to make some trips to Hayes and Kearney um, during the week. I mean, it's you know, but those are going to be important games. I mean, four-day state men, you're looking at getting enough games in to qualify for the NCAA tournament. You have to play a certain amount of Division II opponents and already lost the Colorado School of Mines game. So, Well, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll add to it, Gerard, is that somebody is going to have to be inconvenienced yeah. to get these games in. Exactly. And, and I know that every school and, and athletic director and team and coach wants to, you know, do the best for their squad, but at some point somebody's going to have to accept some inconvenience to allow some of these games to happen. And, you know, 4A State is certainly wanting theirs to happen because I'll say this with Lincoln. Lincoln's not good. It's an opportunity to pick up a win when you think floor. you have a chance to win, uh, to, a chance to make the regional. You know, maybe if it was Northwest Missouri State, maybe you're not as excited to pick up that second that second game. I guess we'll find out when they play for the first time. But well, we'll see because they're not playing this weekend, the Bull right. or the, uh, the Bearcats. And so at some point, some of these schools are going to have to ex- start accepting some some inconvenience in getting these games in. Well, I think we're ready to go. Give the Tiger Athletic Department staff some kudos. They were out there working hard trying to get whatever the problem is on the floor taken care of. Well, you got Brad Haynes. Uh, you had Matt Cook. Dixie Ballman yes. is out there. Dixie's more worried about is everybody going to be eligible. And she's wiping up on the floor. You know this thing is getting to the top <laughs> rungs. Of, of what is available here at Fort Hay State. Hollenbeck, Randall, Wagner, Hobbs, and Galladay. And now the three officials are discussing something. We had Fig- uh, figuring out where to resume the game from. That's a good point. Just making sure that everything was, was where it's supposed it, to be. It, it was the turnover. However, 
where the turnover occurred, they did not do any wiping. I don't think that had anything to do with the turnover. Now entry pass to Hollenbeck, knocked out of bounds by the Jennies. 23 on the shot clock, 6.38 to go in the third. Tigers by 10, 41-38, their biggest lead after the Hobbs three, which seems like a long time ago. Inbound to Hollenbeck, kind of was. Back to Hobbs, top of the key to Wagner, over the top, Hollenbeck goes in, scores, and a blocking foul on Nelson. Chance for a three-point play for Olivia Hollenbeck. Olivia that time realized she didn't need the secondary move because she had a smaller player on her. And when you've got a smaller player, you immediately attack because they're not going to be able to get that positioning in time. Nelson tried to draw the charge, doing all she could with the mismatch. Hollenbeck's free throw, good. Olivia continues to shoot him well now, 29 of 33. Three-point play, she has seven. 44-31, 13-point Tiger lead, and they steal the inbound pass. Wagner to Randall, threw it off her knee, and then it goes back to Randall, and it's going to be a foul on who? On uh, Katie, Katie Wagner. Wagner. Tough break there. Wagner stole the pass, tried to play it to um, Randall, but not a good pass, went off her shin, and then Randall tried to save it back in, but it's a foul. One of those times it's okay to be selfish. Yes. Take it in, Katie. Kind of saw that. Against Rodgers at times, maybe a little too unselfish for Fort Hayes State. 44-31, 13-point lead, their largest of the game, and 11-1, to right that a 12-to-1 run to start this second half for Fort Hayes State. Collier in low, can't score. They battle for the rebound, and it's going to be out of bounds. Literal had it, but then stepped on the baseline. Fort Hayes State basketball. It's one time when Katie Wagner has to come over sooner on that double team. She's the she's the last player to rotate over and if she does she gets a clean rebound well you got to give credit to uh Hackerod out there kate Hackerod trying to battle through that ankle injury you can tell it's bothering her noticeably wagner has a left elbow fires up the 17 footer and knocked it in over collier but couldn't find anybody to pass to they were denying everybody so she just stepped up and hit the shot now wagner steals the inbound up top hobbs open for three instead drives to the basket plays to wagner layup missing but she's fouled and a three-point opportunity for katie well here's the game plan right now gerard katie uh with hackra unable to really go hard they are waiting for her to have to get the ball and then jumping around because she can't advance towards the basketball Dave Slifer calls a timeout, sensing this one starting to slip away. The Tigers are up by 15, 46-31, with 5.39 to go in the third. We're back in a minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Tiger basketball brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies. In CPAs in the third quarter, that's taken an eternity. Katie Wagner hits a free throw, and Wagner with five points here in the third, and the Tigers are up 16 over Central Missouri. Kate Hackeron on the bench now for Central Missouri. Second free throw crawls in, eight for Wagner, 48-31. Tigers have outscored Central 16-1 here in the third, and they lead by 17. On six of seven shooting, one for one on threes and three for three on free throws. Collier trying to drive, runs over Holland back, and that's going to be a charge on Collier. Hey, a bit of break there for Fort Hayes State, but they're not going to argue about it. Collier second, and that gives it back to the Tigers. Dave Slife will argue about well, it. Well, yeah, I'm sure he will. And, and I think he's got a case. Look, eight, to eight, me, it looked like Olivia was pretty late getting there. 18 turnovers for the Jennings. Wow. Five here in the third quarter. 
Galladay off the screen, dribbles down the right lane, all the way to the basket and lays it in. Sydney Galladay with 10. She's been good. Her best game, and Sydney looks like Sydney from a year ago. Yes, she does. 18 to 1 run to start the second half. Tigers by 19, 50 to 31. Here's Latrell in the corner, a three, good from Beauvaird. Her second basket, both have been threes, hit the first basket of the game for Central and now hits their first basket of the second half with under five to go in the third quarter. That's the first basket by Central Missouri as a team in the second half. Wow. There's a lob over the top. Randall or Wagner can't score on the feet from Hollenbeck. A nice pass, but... Randall too strong with the layup, but it's rebounded by the Jennies. Collier brings it up and tried to go in the lane to Hill. It's stolen away by Jaden Hobbs. She'll race up to Wagner, who got fouled, missed the shot, and Collier picked up her third. It's and a Florida State's in the bonus. It's a frustration foul for Collier, and and when you're only playing five or six, you can't can't pick up frustration fouls. So it'll be. Two free throws for Katie Wagner, who's two for two tonight. The Tigers are seven of nine from the line tonight. Came into the game shooting 75%. Continue to get better and better and better. Randall is in. McKenna Van Zant now Van in Zant, for Central okay. Missouri. She'll come in. So that makes seven they've played tonight, Farmington, right? Farmington, Arkansas, yes. Second-year freshman. Free throw is good. Nine points for Katie Wagner. Wagner, Randall, Hollenbeck, Galladay, and Hobbs. Second free throw, good. You can see where this Central Missouri team has struggled at times during the year because if you are struggling on the floor, there's nobody coming yeah, in for you. Exactly. Tigers double teaming. They're putting pressure on here in the second half, and that's been the difference as they've been able to get some separation. They're up by 18, 52 to 34. It's their biggest lead of the night. I guess they had a brief 19-point lead of 50-31. to 31. Now the Jennies throw the ball away. Florida State gets it back on Central's 20th turnover. They had 25 in their loss at Missouri Western. Well, they're going to get north of that tonight. Yeah. Lost that game by one in overtime with the 25 turnovers. Here's Hollenbeck, left elbow, tried to throw it over the top to Wagner. Last time Wagner missed the layup, that time the pass was too high. Florida State's ninth turnover, gives it back to Central. Like a quarterback throwing behind the wide receiver. 3.50 to go, third quarter, Tigers by 18. Here's Hill driving to the lane, plays it underneath to Littrell, who scores and draws a foul. Brooke Littrell with 16 points. 16 of their 36 and a chance for a three-point play. Foul is going to be on Hollenbeck, and that will be her second. I know we're not typically talking about 18 and 19-point leads, but one of the things with Fort Hay State women's basketball this year has not been closing out teams nope. when they've had the opportunity. Get a big lead. Kind of saw it in the first half. Got up by seven in the first quarter, and next thing you knew it was a one-point game. Fell behind by four. Free throw is good, so literal an 84% free throw shooter. Hits her first of the night. Three-point play makes it 52-37. to 37. So a 19-point game is now down to 50. With 3.37 to go. Galladay, right wing to Wagner. Central started in a zone there. Still in that zone defense. Here's Galladay left corner. Now to West, who's in. Fires a three and knocked it in from the top of the circle. Lawrence, first points of the ball game. 55-37. Four-day state by 18. Drive by Littrell. 
Kicks it over here to Beauvert. Now time of the key to Van Zant, the Farmington, Arkansas, second-year freshman. Some young players on this roster for Central Missouri. Now kick it back out to Van Zant, left wing, thought about a three, doesn't shoot it, now goes to Collier, drives in low and gets a layup. Nigel Collier with a, do- with a dozen. 55-39. Collier, five rebounds, though. She's averaging a double-double, 20 and a half points, 12 rebounds. Wagner top of the key, hands it off to Jaden Hobbs, thought about a three, doesn't trigger. Jaden has it up top, now wraps it around to Wagner. Right elbow jumper goes in. Well, Katie Wagner had two points at halftime. She has 10 in this third quarter, 57-39. to 18-point lead for Fort A. State. 2.25 to go in the third, which has had a couple of delays because of a slippery floor. Slippery one wet. <laughs> but although I think it was dry. <laughs> Here's a drive by V Hill and a reach on Fort Hayes State. It'll be free throws because that's number five on the Tigers. This whole third quarter has been kind of a mess. Each team is in the bonus. And stoppages. And the foul is going to be on Wester first. She'll come out. And Berkman will check in. 57-39, Fort Hayes State. Allie V. Hill, the Piper product out of Kansas City, hits the free throw. Her first free throw attempt of the year. She's now three for three as a Jenny in her second freshman year. Went to three straight tournaments at Piper High and hits both free throws, 57-41. Great rotation on her yeah. shot. That was a beautiful shot. They're a great shooting team. They're leading the conference, 14th in the nation in field goal percentage. They don't shoot the three quite as well this year as they have in the past. They were near the top of the MIAA, more near the middle of the pack this year. Drive by Galladay, passes on the baseline to Bergman, and Bergman traveled with it. Drug her pivot foot. Galladay made a pretty nice pass. Bergman a little bit tardy in getting to it, and then drug her foot. Well, another football reference. She stopped her go route. Yeah, there you go. And if she just keeps going, it's an easy layup. I think that's what Tony Hobson was telling her after the turnover. 57-41, Jenny's trying to... Crawl back in this thing after the Tigers went up by 19. Minute 38 left in the third. Here's Littrell. Might be her who has to fire a comeback. Three-pointer from Beauvaird is going to be short. Rebound Katie Wagner. Good box out on Littrell. Here's Jaden Hobbs up the floor over the corner. Galladay now to White Randall. She'll drive, get to the rim, and get called for a charge as she ran over Central Missouri's Allie V. Hill. Yeah, she was there. That yep. was, that's a good call. Randall's first. And you can see Whitney, she tried She tried to pull up. Yeah. She, she tried she to stop there, in time. just couldn't do it. Ernie comes in. Clive, Iowa freshman, hit a three in that second quarter. 57-41. Jenny's with the ball, down by 16, with a minute 12 left until the quarter break. Near turnover out high by V Hill. Ernie couldn't get to it in time. Now Collier has it on the left wing. Takes a dribble, fires up a three, and swishes it. Nyja Collier, 37% from three this year. She's hit a couple today and is two for two. 57-44, 13-point game. They've trimmed six off that 19-point deficit. 48 seconds left in the third. Hobbs out near the midcourt stripe. They're giving her about 20 feet. Now Randall has it left wing. Top of the key to Wagner. Takes a dribble, right side Ernie. 
Ernie fires it up top to Bergman. Back to Wagner, cutting down the lane for a layup. Beautiful find from the top of the key. Bergman to Wagner. Wagner with 14 points, a dozen here in the third. It's 59-44. That was a pretty play, and Wagner wide open. Here's a drive by Van Zant, got by Hobbs, but misses the layup. Rebound Bergman, fires it ahead to Hobbs. Jaden in the front court, baseline Randall to the basket and hits the layup. Whitney Randall with 10, she's now past Kelly Priest. 15th as a three-pointer from midcourt misses. Whitney Randall now 15th on the all-time Fort A. State scoring list with 1,184 career points passing Kelly Priest. That is three quarters, 61-44, Fort A. State. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. The most they've scored in the third quarter and matches the most in any quarter. They scored 29 in the second quarter of their game with Newman back before Christmas. 61-44, Fort A. State. Here's a three that's missing from Littrell, and it's rebounded by Jaden Hobbs. All Tigers here in the second half, and they have the ball. Here's Holland back in low, and she scores over Collier with three fouls. Can't put much defense. Nine for Olivia, who didn't play on Monday. And then a steal by Wagner. Oh, man, that could have been bad. She slammed into Nelson. The ball was loose. And a foul's going to be called on Nelson. She was sliding on the floor, hit the knee of Wagner. That was close to a knee into the forehead. Yeah, that, that could have been bad for both. Both players, yeah, both get up and are okay. Tigers have it. Hobbs right in front of us to inbound. 63-44, Fort A. State just underway here in the fourth. Hobbs right wing. Now Ernie fires up a three that's off the back iron and rebounded by the Jennies Alley V. Hill. Fort A. State's led by as many as 19. They're up by 19 right now with 9-12 to go in a game. Collier left wing. Takes a couple of dribbles. Cross court to V. Hill. Fires a three. It's too strong. And the rebound to Jaden Hobbs. Nobody out of the basket there for Central. And here comes Fort A. State Hobbs. Up to Wagner. Now to Ernie on the right wing. Back to Randall up top. Or Wagner, I should say. Cross court to Jaden. Hobbs. Now to Bergman, baseline jumper from 12 is short. Rebound, Wagner, then it's knocked out of her hands. Saved by Megan Ernie. Kicks it over to Hobbs, who fires a three, and it's good. Jaden starting to get that three-point touch we saw a year ago. Hobbs third of the game. She's three for four, 66-44. 22-point lead, the biggest of the day for Fort A. State. Well, not only the three-point touch, a little bit of that swagger. Yeah. Like, she understands when to go and when to allow others to kind of take over. Floater from Olivia Nelson, no good. Now Ernie and Collier battle for the rebound. It'll be a tie-up, and a go to Fort A. State. And Jaden looks healthy for the first time since maybe the first game. I was going to say, I don't know if she's 100%, but she's got to be close. <laughs> if she's not, she's right up there in the 98 percentile. Yeah. Kind of like you and some of your ACT scores. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's your sister. I was I was, the, I was in the 90, oh, the second percentile. <laughs> Here's Holland back in low. Nice turnaround over Collier. Collier can't do anything defensively because of the foul trouble, and Hollenbeck going to work. She has 11. Double figures down, four out of five, 68-44, Fort A. State in control here by 24 with 7.45 to go. This Jenny's team just no depth at all. There's Collier underneath and can't score, but is fouled. 
first of the quarter on Fort Hay State. Megan Ernie with a foul, her first. They're without grace and hold another post player out of bed, but she had an ACL injury before in the preseason. That's been a big blow. Good score for them a year ago at three double-doubles, so some of that depth because of injury. Free throw is good by Collier. Two for three for the line. They'll have her back. They'll have Littrell back. Littrell's a second-year freshman. Nelson a second-year freshman. Hackerot a second-year freshman. The strength of this team is their youth. They're going to be Central Missouri's not going anywhere. Collier hits both free throws. She has 17. Wagner will leave for the Tigers and Whitney Randall back in. Well, the player you talked about, uh, Grayson Holden, she is 6'2". Yeah. And so not only big in minutes, big in presence. Yeah, that just changes so much for them. Boy, Hackrod on the bench right now. There's a bad pass stolen away by Collier. Collier ripped it away, and then it's blocked by Bergman. It'll stay with Central Missouri. Sydney threw the pass away, but then hustled back and blocked the shot without fouling. It'll stay with the Jetties, but a heck of a play by Sydney Bergman. She was licking her chops oh, yeah. running that ball down. Tigers up 68-46. Jetties inbound on the right baseline. Nelson to trigger it in, lobs it on the side to Bovaird. Back to Nelson, right corner, out of Bovaird, top of the key. Is Littrell, drives down the lane and hits the left-handed layup. Brooke Littrell with 19. Her first points of the second half. A correction, she did have three in that third quarter. Wagner gets, or Randall gets cut off. Tigers by 20. Out high to Jaden Hobbs, screen from Hollenbeck. Now to Ernie on the left wing. Wraps it around to Randall, goes to the basket. Too strong off the back iron. Rebounded by Nyjah Collier for Central Missouri. Out ahead to Olivia Nelson. Brings it up the left wing. Goes to the baseline. Now back to Collier on the side. She'll bring it top of the key to Bovaird. Picked up there by Hobbs. Now right side, V Hill has it. Guarded by Ernie. V Hill to the high post. Kicks it back out to Nelson with 10 to shoot. Nelson knew the midcourt circle. Dribbles to her left. Goes to the wing. Up top, Collier, and she traveled with it. Tried to put a move on Hollenbeck and shuffled her feet. And it was the right move. Yeah. She had Olivia coming crashing out at her. Just didn't establish the dribble quite fast enough. You know, Going back to that third quarter for Fort Hayes State, where we scored 29 points, 11 of 13 from the field. That's 85%. Wow. Three, uh, two for two on threes and five for five from the free throw line. That's their best shooting quarter of the year, by the way. 85%. Hard to if talk. You, if you were wondering, they had a couple 70%ers, but that's their best. Here's Hobbs over the left wing and Lota Hollenbeck spins. Avoided a charge moving around V Hill, but missed the basket. It's good help defense. Here comes Central Missouri, the rebound by Collier. Gets it out to Nelson. Now Collier trailing top of the key. Six minutes to go in the game. Nice pass underneath, and Littrell gets the layup. 21 for Littrell. There's always some player that yep. seems to enjoy playing against Fort Hay State, and it, apparently it is Littrell. And now she just knocked the ball away from Randall. A steal for Central Missouri. Littrell all the way down the floor and then fouled by Bergman. Who, again, trailing, knocked the ball away and saved a layup, but it'll be two free throws. Central hasn't won. A lot of these Jennies were eight years old the last time Central Missouri won in this building, and that includes some NCAA tournament games. They were here in 2019 and got beat in the in the quarterfinal round. Had a chance to beat Southwestern Oklahoma State that year, probably should have. How different would that have regional maybe played out? 
Mitchell to the line, one for one today. Free throw is good. She has 22 points, her career high 26 this season at Pittsburgh State. 68-51, second free throw is good. Remember, about five or six years ago, Fort Hay State had that just complete dominating win. Central Missouri scored the last eight. It's 68-52. Tigers are just up 22 not long ago. In fact, they're up 24 at 68-44. Fort Hay State had that 45-point win here in 2013. They could do nothing wrong that day. Here's Jaden Hobbs, open left wing for three. Too strong, long rebound, though, tracked down by Hollenbeck. Takes a dribble. Now to Wagner, who's back into the foul line. Katie wanted to shoot, but she was cut off by Littrell. Brings the ball back out high. 5.20 to go in the game. 68-52, Fort Hay State. Trying to get win number 12. Hobbs underneath, Hollenbeck layup. Good and a foul. And a chance for a three-point play for Liv. She has 13 points. Foul is going to be on Nelson, and now she has her fourth. You see the lack of depth now because yeah. the Tigers are able to run more offense, more cuts, getting to the rim a lot faster. Those legs are pretty heavy uh, for uh, for Central Missouri. And you got Kate Hackrot who went out with that injury for good here in this second half. 71-52, Tigers up by 19. Jenny's trying to throw it up the floor and a pass from midcourt, a little bit too strong for Littrell, and it goes out of bounds to Fort A State. Turnover number 22 for UCM, make that 23 for the Jennies, two off their season high they had in their overtime loss at Missouri Western. And in those point on those turnovers, Tigers have scored 26 points. Wow. 71-52, there's a lob over the top, Hobbs to Hollenbeck, out to West, in the corner, Galladay doesn't shoot it. Galladay instead drives to the lane, her pass deflected, and it's stolen away by Ali V. Hill. 14 Fort Hayes State turnovers. At 21 of the win at home over UCO. Pass underneath, and Littrell scores again. She has 25, one off her season and career high. She could grab the ball, flip it, half court, eyes closed, and it's going in tonight. 71-54, Fort Hayes State, the ball. 4.26 to go, Hobbs up top, Wagner. Over to West, wide open, left wing for three, and it's good. Second three-pointer for West, and I think Tony Hobson is going to call a timeout with 4.17 to go in the game and his team up by 20. That'll get us to the timeout. 4.17 left. Tigers by 20 over Central Missouri on the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Our fourth quarter presented by Bud Light Seltzer's Dive In Taste Buds. Enjoy a Bud Light Seltzer today and remember to drink responsibly. Tiger basketball also presented by GNL Tire and Automotive. They've got savings on all tires that fit every driving need and budget. Stop on by. They also have complete automotive care at GNL Tire on the bricks in downtown Hayes. The flag in the air from Central Missouri. They're going down deep on the bench now. They're focusing on Saturday yep. for Nebraska Kearney. Yeah, they bring in uh, Brianna Stye, a six-foot freshman out of Lincoln, Nebraska went to Lincoln East High School. Madison Cook, her dad was an assistant coach here in the mid-90s. Olivia Nelson, nice back, a reverse layup across the lane and scores her sixth point. Madison Cook out of Fort Scott, her dad, you may remember, Phil Cook. He was a former men's assistant in the mid-90s. He was on the staff for that national championship team with Gary Garner in 96. That's his daughter. I think I saw Phil here tonight, but... 
Boy, he was a card, part of a, one of the more memorable runs in the history of Fort A State sports. Here's a drive by Galladay, five to shoot, over to Hobbs for a right wing three, and she knocked it in. Jaden Hobbs with her fourth three. She has 14 points. She is four of six from three. Tigers 11 of 18 from beyond the arc. That's now the most threes in the game this year. And most of those, Gerard, haven't hit rim. It has been dead center. And a three put in by Stye for Central Missouri. That's her first three-point attempt of the year, and it's perfect. 77 to 59. Shooting can be contagious both ways, I guess. Gerard, you mentioned how good this team is for Central Missouri of shooting. Even in this blowout right now, they're shooting 54%. Kenny Wagner gets open, hits a right left elbow jumper, 79 59. Now it's just a game of horse. Nelson drives, kicks it over to V Hill for three. It clanks short, rebounded by Kenny Wagner. Wagner just six rebounds today, but seven steals and 16 points. That's why it feels like she's had more rebounds. It's been all those steals. Seven steals, half of the Tigers 14 today. I'd like to see how many deflections yeah. that she has. Here's Galladay for a corner three. That one's short, but Wagner the rebound. Brings it out here on the right wing, plays to Sydney. Her best game by far this season since that ankle in- or a knee injury last year. And now I think Tony Hobson's going to call a timeout to substitute that will allow Ernie and Dill Saver to come in Central Missouri's don't know if they had I don't think they had anybody waiting to check in but yeah they did have two we'll get who those are when play resumes but Emma Ruddle in for the Tigers now as well okay 218 to go in the game Carney is up 68 to 50 over Lincoln 49 seconds to go the Blue Tigers will be here Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock tip, women's only game, the only game on Saturday. Keep your ticket stub if you're coming. That will be good when the men make up their game with Lincoln. And 67-52, Central Oklahoma leads Northeastern with a minute eight to go down at Edmond. Well, on Saturday, too, there's a Chiefs game. So what time is that? How fast do we need to get? 3.30. We need a quick game. All right. Hopefully we get a a crew that kind of lets them play a little bit. Running clock, maybe? Running can, we, can we get something worked yeah, out for that? Know, you know, if there's not a lot of turnovers and not a lot of fouls called, I think we can, we can get there pretty close, get out of here close to it an hour and a half. Here's a three from West. That one's clanking no good. Till Saver, though, the rebound. Salik is in. West is in. And West had it in the lane, knocked away, gets it back. Now Dill Saver, right wing. Top of the key to West. Right side to Ruddle. Plays it to Salik, spins down the lane, scores and is fouled. Second basket of the day for Jesse and a chance for a three-point play. That's a really nice move by Jesse Salik. She gave a little half dribble, like she was just going to pull up and shoot, and when the defender jumped at her, she took one more dribble and got around and just a little curl with the right hand. Salik hits the free throw. She has five. Tigers have hit 12 of 14 free throws today. Madison Pence, redshirt sophomore from Farmington, Arkansas. She's the other Jenny, who checked in earlier. They've also brought in Riley Cruz now from Altoona, Iowa. 82-59. to 59. Four days stay with their largest lead. A minute 45 to go in the game. Cameron Swanson out of Kansas City, Kansas Community College in as well. So Dave Slifer's emptied the bench. They normally play seven. The injury to Hackrod 
Thin that bench. Now a lob by Swanson, knocked away by West and stolen by the Tigers. 24th Central Missouri turnover. Ruddle under the basket, can't shoot it, brings it out, plays to Dill Saber. Back to Ruddle, fires up a three that barely hits the rim. Rebounded though by Salik. Back to Ruddle, now to Ernie. Her pass deflected, saved in by uh, to Carly, John, uh, Carly Thompson, who's in. Plays it far wing to uh, Salik. 15 footer misses. Ernie the rebound. Tigers get a fresh 20. Grace Eck would like this ball to get out of bounds. Yeah, she's pretty waiting quick. to check in. There's one minute left. Ernie plays it up top to Ruddle. Ruddle holds it high. Now to Salik trying to post up on Sty. Can't score. And a foul by Ruddle. I don't know what she wanted to, but that's being a good teammate. Gets her friend in from the bench. Grace echoes uh, Emma Ruddle a snowball at some point during the season <laughs> or go. after the season, I guess. Or after the game. 82-59. As Eck will come in and Ernie will leave. Madison Pence will bring it up for Central Missouri. 44 seconds left, 82-59. to 59, Just a dominant second half for the black and gold. Pence dribbles across the lane and double dribbled. Nice move, but that extra dribble gave her a bit of an advantage. All right, let's get Grace Eck a shot here, right? That should be the goal, I would think. They tried that the other day and had a good look, and it wouldn't go. 28 seconds left. There's about seven seconds difference on the game and shot clock. Dill Saber to Ruddle. She'll fire up a three, and it rattles off. No good. Salik, though, follows it in. Seven for Jesse. 20 seconds to go in the game. Fort A. State fans applauding the effort. Tigers are going to get their 12th win of the year. Pitts out high to Swanson. Starts to drive, cut off by Eck. Swanson top of the key to Cruz for a three. That's no good. Rebound Grace Eck, and that will be the ball game. Fort A. State dominates the second half, and they knock off the Jennies tonight, 84 to 59. Central Missouri's woes in Hayes continue. The Tigers, their eighth straight win over Central on their home floor. Stay with us. Our postgame wrap-up is next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Fort Hayes State with the win earlier tonight over Central Missouri, joined by Coach Tony Hobson. Coach, let's start with the third quarter, huge third quarter for your team, maybe maybe some of the best basketball you guys have played in a while. Well, we, we got them a little bit on the run, and I I just think that eventually, you know, their, their bench is pretty short. Um, and, and ours isn't right now. I mean, we've got a lot of kids that can go. And actually, the kids coming off the bench are better at, at the full court pressure than, than our starters. Um, so once, you know, once we uh, got, got them on the run in the, the third quarter, we just, we just really got away from them. So, um, you know, I, I just love to see that kind of basketball. That's how I like to play. Um, these guys are usually pretty hard to get that done against. Uh, because they usually, uh, you know, have a little more depth. But they've, you know, they've had a key injury, and um, like like about everybody. So um, we we just had a great great third quarter. I thought Sydney Galladay kind of sparked it in the full court, and and she she had a really good game. Probably her her best game back for us since she since she came back. So um, just a just a good solid effort by our kids. I thought we guarded guarded it. Uh, you know, guarded them pretty well for the for the most part. They've got they've got three really good offensive players. You know, and um, 
and they get the boy they touch it two or three times every possession about you know so you really have to zero in on on them but uh, all in all a good a good game by our kids shot the three point pointer well tonight uh, well, both teams really did but your team was able to knock in the three pointers tonight and it just expands out what's available then on the offensive end well they yeah because you notice when when Olivia did most of her damage was after we hit a couple threes. And now all of a sudden there's no help in there. And one-on-one -on -one in there, she's pretty hard to handle. And then Collier's in there trying not to foul out, you know. Um, so maybe not guarding as aggressive as normal. But, you know, and we have, when you have three or four kids that are knocking in threes, it, uh, and it, you know, you, if Jaden's taking the majority of your threes, she really doesn't take bad ones. Uh, Lauren hit a couple, Megan. Um, they just they, they were coming from everywhere. So that really does open it up for us. If we can shoot 50% from the three, we're going to be uh, really tough to beat, maybe 40%. This was a game that seemed very much like Fort Hay State, Central Missouri, before it got away because bodies hitting the floor, diving. There were three jump balls on the first two possessions of the game. It was, it was very much what this rivalry has been. Well, it has. I mean, if you look in the last uh, – I can't remember the last time they – they didn't have a very good team. I think it was, it was either, it's probably six or seven years ago. Uh, they had a little down season and they brought in that big freshman class with Fleming and, and all them. Since then, they've been really good. And we've been up there in the top two or three. And so it's, it's been us two. And then the, you know, now Carney's up there, but it's, but the other players have kind of came in and out, you know, but so we're always getting, we're always getting each other in big games. Last year, our game here, you know, was kind of the, it wasn't the clincher, but in my mind, it was kind of the clincher for the conference. And uh, they just beat Carney the night before. And then, and then we play them in the region at their place and they got us. So it's usually a tighter game than this. And, um, and they're always meaningful games. A night where you got a lot of kids, a lot of minutes. In fact, there was one point I think Jaden sat like eight minutes of the second quarter because just the way that the game went, but there was no drop-off tonight. Not really. Um, and I, I just think that we're getting more comfortable with, uh, you know, Lauren's running some point uh, We, when, when Jaden's in there because, you know, if you can have Jaden coming off the screen, she's, she's the best passer in our league by far, and she can really get kids' laps. And then Sidney Galladay can do the same thing. So I like to run Jaden a lot off the ball if there's, you know, if, if we're capable of doing that. Um, so, you know, we didn't have much drop off and, and there was no big let up. It isn't like, you know, we had, uh, I think we had one starter in there in that long stretch and two true freshmen and two other freshmen. So four freshmen in there, you know. So uh, they, they really did a good job of just kind of maintaining and not, not giving back. Uh, any any points that we'd earned. Coach, congratulations on the win. Good luck on Saturday. Okay, thanks. Coach Tony Hobson of the Fort Hayes State University Tigers. They win tonight over Central Missouri. Host Lincoln on Saturday afternoon.